0: There is one stock that we are buying right now. It might end up being our biggest buy of the summer. It's one that we have loved for a long time, a stock that seemed to only go up. It was up 500% in less than two years. Wall Street used to love this stock too. That was until the market started to turn and uh, it got hit hard. It's down 70% from its all time high in November. So what happened? Is it a victim of the bear market or the supply chain or consumer demand? What do we see that Wall Street might have missed? And more importantly, What is this stock? Today on Dumb Money, why we are buying the stock that Wall Street hated.
1: We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turned $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account.
2: The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday
1: investors. We are Dumb Money.
0: Hey there, Dave here, along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Before we dive in, a friendly reminder to feed the almighty algorithm. You could all tap that like button. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Chris Jordan, some quick stats before we reveal the company. They uh, they reported earnings last month. They beat earnings by more than 30%. They beat on revenue by 6%. They've been beating estimates for more than a year. Their quarterly estimates, uh, their quarterly quarterly revenue was up 47%. They say the consumer demand remains strong. They raised their full year guidance, all of that. And yet the stock is down another 7% since that announcement. So I know, Chris, you've been buying this a lot. Um, a bunch of our viewers have guessed the stock both on chat and in Twitter. So let's reveal it. What stock are we talking about?
1: We're talking about one of our favorite all-time uh, stocks. Been in and out of it for eight years. Crocs. Uh, yeah, it's not a big surprise. I'm reading about it, um, but I think we have some new nation. I think we have deeper analysis. Uh, analysis. It's a bit deeper. I, you know, I've been searching and search for that I think. I think. I don't want to use the word safe during this fall. But, I, I think one that is um, safer than, than, than most trades uh, during this period where uh, macroeconomic news tends to be driving the market more than anything else. Um, I, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, what we want to look for in this type of environment are not speculative names, right? Because everything is down. So if everything has come down... Uh, would we rather invest in something that's highly speculative uh, that's been brought down, or would we rather invest in something that's less speculative, it's cash flow, um, that's still a high growth company uh, that just got brought down because you know the market, perce- the company, uh, and the underlying fundamentals to be different uh, than we- uh But we're not necessarily speculating. It's something that we have a good amount of visibility into. It's really tough. Finding those types of opportunities in this market environment. I think we found Moment Crocs. Um, and I'll, I'll let you guys talk for a minute, but when you come back to me, I, I want to dive into the Crocs short thesis, um, because I think if we understand the short thesis and why this stock has come down from 180 to 50 some odd dollars a share, then we could start to poke holes in the short thesis. And I've always said you can't really gain confidence or conviction in a trade unless you fully understand the other side of the trade. Uh, So today, during this episode, I wanna fully understand the other side of the crocs trade. For those of us, we're not financial advisors, this is just our trade, it's our opinion. Don't copy this trade, but do your own homework. But for those of us that, that are long crocs, I've been getting really long crocs. I plan to get longer crocs between now and earnings. And I want to share one piece of information at the end of this episode. I'm gonna hold it till the end. Uh, because I feel it's so interesting. I just uncovered this piece of information yesterday. I have not disclosed it to either one of you, by the way. I have not disclosed it to either one of you. It's it's related to Hey Dudes. We'll talk about Hey Dudes in this episode. I have a really interesting piece of information, and I think this one piece of information just might be the game-changing alpha that nobody is considering. Not even, not even people who were long Crocs. Okay. Okay. But I, I, I want to go through this fundamentally first because this, this is a really important episode, guys. Uh, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna call this a high conviction trade for me, with one single caveat. Okay. And I'll talk about the caveat later as well. But uh, J- Jordan, just any, just before we get into this, I know you've kind of been looking at Crocs. I, I don't want to like dive deep before at least getting your high-level thoughts on because we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now privately w- w- what are your thoughts here
2: uh yes yeah, so my thoughts are i'm not long anything consumer uh, or retail and so i just i can't do it right now it's not this is not the time to you know go betting on the consumer stock because even if they do really well um the next quarter the following quarter um i think every time you see a retail stock do well the last uh few months Maybe they'll pop for an afternoon and then uh, and then get smoked again. Um, just because that's not where people want to be when you're looking at um, just an overall lack of growth um, and you know um, credit card balances going up, uh, consumer savings going down, and so for me, consumer is just not you know, the type of stock that I want to be in.
0: Uh, yeah. So I and I actually am still in Crocs. Um, I got out of half of my position a while back as it as it was falling. Not, I didn't time it right, I didn't, didn't sell at the top back in November, but um, I'm still in it, half, half of my position. But I think that the, the biggest thing that is, well, I mean, we have we have shipping problems, we have supply problems, we have like all of those things when you're manufacturing foam shoes that, that could be a problem, right? But I think the bigger thing- oh, Oil is
2: going to increase the cost of foam.
0: Yes, their their raw material is, is the most expensive thing ever. Um, but I think there's a lot of confusion around the Hey dudes brand. and i I looked at the uh, the annual the, the report, their their most recent earnings report, and basically, every single time Hey dudes is mentioned, it is in a category of something that's not good. So they're talking about their uh, their re- their consolidated revenue increased forty seven percent. The crocs specifically, increased 22%. So if you, and they did not tell you what the uh, revenue for Hey Dudes did. But if you kind of just do some math and think those are their two main brands, they must've been negative to bring a 47% consolidated down to 22% Crocs. Uh, they they did talk about the revenues. They talked about projected revenues, $115 million since the acquisition. So that's a, a partial uh, period. Um, But every other category where they're talking about anything negative in the earnings report, the Hey Dude's name comes up. Gross margin decreased partly because of a $28 million Hey Dude's inventory fair value adjustment. General and admin expenses increased partly because of a $20 million Hey Dude acquisition expense. Inventory on the balance sheet increased primarily because of the addition of Hey Dude's. Their borrowing increased from $700 million to $2.8 billion to finance a portion of the acquisition, a portion of the acquisition. So, like all of the, the financials around this, hey dudes, look really bad.
1: And I'm hoping, Dave, that, like, th- Dave, <laughs> a, a lot <laughs> of those that... are one-time. Yeah. A lot of those are one-time hits due to the acquisition. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but when but... you're an
0: analyst and you are just looking at the headlines, those are all negatives.
1: Okay, so let, let, let's, let speaking of negatives, that's a good transition. This is so key. I want to talk about the short piece. Why did Crocs drop from $180 to $54 a share? $51, $49 a share, week, right? Okay, let's just talk about it, guys. Let's understand why Wall Street is selling this stock. Let's understand why everyone has been selling this stock. Crocs is getting lumped in with the other pandemic stocks very simply the thesis is crocs revenue went through the roof over the past three years it started actually before the pandemic but rolled into the pandemic revenue exploded okay um it is an ugly shoe we all know that there's a thesis that people do not mind wearing ugly shoes at home because they're comfortable and nobody sees them anyway. So you had this explosion of crocs because why not nobody seeing you, you could be on a Zoom wearing your ugly crocs. Like Wall Street cannot cannot get away from that thesis, okay? So we've seen every other pandemic stock completely implode okay eventually we see their revenue flatlining we see their revenue starting to come down right we see warnings uh we see guidance uh, decreases so the thesis is that this is will happen to crocs as well in time we also saw a massive increase in margins for crocs over the past five six years crocs used to be a company that had margins in the mid to high single digits. Now their margins are in the mid thirties. The thesis is there is no way this revenue growth is sustainable. There is no way these types of margins are sustainable. So even though we're now looking at Crocs with a P.E. of like five or something like that, most people would tell you, institutional investors would tell you, well, you just can't trust that P because this company is could implode at any time there's no way when we come out of the pandemic that people are going to be sporting their crocs like they were during the past two years so it kind of makes sense if you think about it right like that all makes a lot of sense now also there are massive supply is- supply chain issues uh, obviously in china we have massive inflation shipping is up right we're potentially going into a recession these are all really negative things as jordan said for any And we've talked cons- about all
0: those risk factors on on previous shows and that's that's when i got out of
1: half of my position it it makes sense but there's something even worse that happened to crocs in terms of like the the institutional perspective for a very long time crocs was a company that bought back massive amounts of stock wall street love that this is a cash flow company this is a company that was profitable and printing money and they were taking that money to buy back stock which is essentially exactly the same as taking that money and handing it back to investors institutions love that because it's certainty okay the the knock on Crocs has always been that it's a fad and we don't know when the fad is going to end. And the second that it ends, this company is going to be in trouble just like they got in trouble the first time the fad ended, okay, with Crocs. But the way that they dealt with that issue was they said, you know what? We are going to hand back so much of our profit Back to our investors that even if we crash and burn in six years it won't really matter that much six or seven years right so Wall Street loved that so like as long as you buy back stock we will support you and that stock took a run a run of a lifetime from the 30s to 180 okay over the past few years now Right at a right around the time that people started to get worried that well this is a pandemic stock oh my gosh I can't keep these margins up the growth rate there's no way they're saying they're going to double revenue over the next five six years there's no way that's going to happen right around that time uh, they went out and did the worst thing you could possibly do uh, in terms of institutional interests they essentially took on. An insane amount of debt, billions of dollars of debt. The company is only worth a few billion dollars. They took on billions of dollars of debt, okay, to buy the weirdest shoe company in the world. A shoe company that virtually nobody on Wall Street has ever heard of called Hey Dudes. Okay, what this actually did was prevent them from buying back stock for the next year and a half okay? Because their debt ratio, their debt to earnings ratio is now out of alignment with, uh, the, with the framework they established, okay? For purchasing back stock with their lenders. So they cannot buy back stock until they make enough money to pay down enough of that new debt, okay? And to, 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 to where the earnings to debt ratio allows them to buy back stock. At the same time, The thesis for buying this company that most people just assumed was they know what we're concerned about. They know that this revenue growth is not sustainable. They know that this is just a pandemic stock and they're gonna go out and try to buy growth in a desperation move, paying a ridiculous amount of money for a brand that no one's ever heard of before that essentially makes casual loafers on on the surface that sounds like the dumbest thing in the world and if you're an analyst if you're a hedge fund you're going to look at this and you are going to run you're going to sprint for that door okay and that's exactly what happened okay that's exactly what happened okay so let's let's just address okay what's the other side so do we where do we think that's maybe wrong okay so what if let me say, what if Crocs wasn't a pandemic stock? What if the pandemic just simply accelerated trial of Crocs, which is what we saw with a lot of nurses, right? And healthcare? What if it accelerated uh, this movement towards comfort? And what if I'm going to poke, this is my thesis now, right? What if comfort fashion is not a fad? What if comfort fashion is a durable trend that essentially lasts for many, 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 many more years, if not forever, if not forever. What if that thesis is actually the correct thesis? Because let me tell you something, everybody thought that casual work uh, workwear was a fad a long time ago we're old enough here on this channel that at least me and dave jordan has a few years under us but we're old enough to remember that this whole concept of wearing a polo to work or sweater people like that is never gonna last Mm -hmm. did was that a fad or was that a forever trend that would literally do nothing but grow
0: a forever trend that actually accelerated to the point where if you're not wearing a t-shirt you're overdressed
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, so what I have a thesis, and I'm not saying it's a hundred percent right, but th- there's a thesis out there that I have that comfort fashion never goes away and that it actually only grows. I don't, maybe forever in perpetuity until we're all wearing moon suits that have like air conditioning in them. I don't know. But like, we literally just continue to make ourselves more comfortable over time. Okay. So yep. that's my, that's my atheist. But what else? What else? What if now on top of that, because that would basically crush the concept that now that we're out of the pandemic, people are just going to go back to wearing like high heels and like dressier shoes and throw, never wear Crocs again. What if... The Hey Dudes acquisition actually ended up being uh, what, what YouTube was for Google or what Instagram was for Facebook, meaning they looked ridiculous. Ridiculous at the time. And we saw Mark Cuban's quote this week on Twitter when he said that YouTube was the dumbest, most ridiculous acquisition of all time when they bought it at Google. And 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 we know what the world thought when, when they spent that money on, on, on um on Instagram, when Facebook did how ridiculous that, that was overpaying, right? What if Hey Dudes ends up being one of the smartest, most strategic acquisitions by You know, an apparel slash, you know... Shoe company of the past thirty years. What if they knew exactly what they were doing? What if the what if the genius team at Crocs? Because I'm going to call them a genius team because they have executed ten x better than anyone thought was possible the last five years. Okay. What if they saw something in Hey Dudes that nobody else in the world sees? Okay. Because I've been doing store inter- guys. I've done eight store interviews in the last week. Okay. Hey Dudes is sold primarily at three retailers. Dillard's, Journeys, and Buckle. Okay, those are the three major retailers that sell. Hey, dudes. And I've gone to most of the those retailers here in the Dallas area the last week and done interviews, and the information that I pulled is astonishing, okay? But even more so than that, Dave, Jordan, I, I know I, I kind of shared this with you last week, and I hope you did it. I suggest that every single person watching this episode, when this episode is over, go to TikTok, search for Hey Dudes, one word, resort for last 90 days, last three months. So you're only looking at TikToks from the last three months. I want every single person to watch 50 to 75 of those videos, okay? And read the comments on at least 10 of those videos. And only by doing that, well, I think you s- will see what the team at Crocs saw, when they decide to make this acquisition. Because I actually think that Hey Dudes is essentially a new world Crocs. Like, it's essentially identical to Crocs in the weirdest ways, while being completely different meaning someone that's into hey dudes might hate crocs but they're buying hey dudes for the exact same reason that someone wants to buy crocs because there's something about this shoe that is so ridiculously light so ridiculously comfortable and so ridiculously fashion flexible in terms of you might want to own a 100 pairs because literally the, you think you bought a cool pair, and then a week later you see an ad or someone wearing a slightly different pattern that you're like, my pattern sucks now. I must own that pattern. I thought I owned a great pair of black Hey Dudes, and now that I saw that this slightly different fabric of black is way nicer than the one I bought three weeks ago, I'm going to spend another $40 on that. It is a cult- that is driven by comfort and by like it's hard to really explain that until you've owned a pair of hey dudes you just don't really know and the, the the interview that i had yesterday with an individual at the buckle store in dallas he told me something he said most of the people that come in and buy hey Dudes. Are Hey, dude addicts. He goes, I don't... He's. It's like, I don't even know no. how to explain it. He goes, they are either just replacing their hey dudes, getting more for the season, or they own 50 pairs, and they just can't stop buying them. And he's like, 10% of people that come in are brand new to the hey dudes. And I go... And do you think like maybe half of them are turning into the, he's like, yeah. And then one out of every so many of those people turn into, hey, dude addicts, right? How many brands can you say that about where some percentage of people that buy the product, we can say 50%, 20%, doesn't matter, literally turn into cult addicts of the brand. How rare is that for any type of shoe or clothing brand? We see it occasionally, right? Yeah. But... It is wild. It's,
0: it's a very unique experience. And I will tell you that you you first turned me onto these, and I thought I was getting some new, younger fashion trend because I had to go to a teen shop in the mall. I had to go to Buckle to find them, right? Now, they're so comfortable. I tell everyone I know about them. I've had people see me wearing them, tell me about them, and it's just... I I just go on Amazon. I think of them as disposable because they're a low enough price point. You just have five pairs. You get get all the colors so that you have a dark pair. You have a light pair. You have a a pair. I will tell you one thing they're not good for. Uh, I'm uh, in in Yellowstone right now, and this is uh, a picture of of me trying to get the rocks out. They're not good for hiking, (laughs) and they're not good for snow because they're not waterproof. But Dave, but how f- why, besides I wear these the design, nonstop, stop
1: But Dave, the, this this besides the design of the shoe, the fabric versatility—you can literally buy yes. these with stretch fabric that feels the, the best. The way to interpret what a Hey Dude is—it's a basically a slipper, a home slipper that's totally acceptable to wear anywhere you want outside. So if you watch TikTok videos, you will see that people wear them under wedding dresses. It's obviously a huge shoe that people wear to the beach and pools and stuff, but they literally will wear them, like, it It, it trends with construction workers. It trends with people that wear Western boots. Like, that. people that wear work boots that are like, I just wanna get back in my hey dudes at the end. Of it. Like, they literally, they literally transition from whatever shoe they're wearing into hey dudes, but they don't have to wait till they get home because you could actually wear these everywhere. Okay, but you can actually get fabric that is a little more formal, a little more casual. Um, it's a travel shoe. Like it, it's so differentiated. It's hard to really even explain. They have created a new class of shoe. That who would have thought? There's a new class of shoe you could create in the, in you know 2019, 2020. That's essentially what they did, and. It, again, until you watch it... Oh, by the way, the customization. People are beating them. People are... Basically, there are companies that are buying crates, crates of Hey Dudes by the crate. And they are taking them and they are cuttering, cutting custom leather. I forget, like, what do you call the piece on the top? Well, what's that part of the shoe called? Like the... I don't know. The top of the shoe. The and they basically glue them on so they yeah. have they can re-brand of not, Yeah. Thousands of custom pairs of hey dudes that sell on the secondary market that appears to be primarily marketed to the Hispanic market, which, as we all know, is gigantic. Okay, Dave, can we take a look at that G-Trends chart? The geographical concentration. This is an advantage. Okay, so the that's from your computer. Um,
2: yes. You uh, can I'm control sorry. That.
1: you can barely see that. Sorry, that's my bad. But um, oh wait, hit oh, Command let me Plus can... to zoom in. Let me see. I'm going to. I'm going to zoom in. Hold on. I'm going to zoom in more. Here's a thing. Uh, Is that better, Dave? I can read it. Okay. So the 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 geographical concentration of Hey Dude is fascinating because it's not. It's an Italian shoe, which is crazy. It's, It's it's an Italian based shoe, right? It's starts to trend. In the dead center of the country, in rural, the most rural areas. If you watch these TikToks, what you will see are the people that are forcing this to trend or the complete opposite of who normally drives fashion trends, okay? These, I mean, Dave, how would you interpret like the demographic that, that you're seeing in these videos? I
0: mean, literally, it's across the board. Every Every demographic you can think of is wearing
1: these shoes. But in the middle of the country, like, look at these states, West Virginia, Missouri, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and Kansas. Those are the, that's where this trend is surfacing from. So there should be zero confusion why Wall Street analysts and hedge funds thought this brand was a joke. How often do you see a brand surface out of those states where the only stores that you can buy them in other than independent stores are Dillard's, Buckle, and what was the other one? Journeys. I, I mean that's yeah. just weird. Weird, right? And
0: Amazon, though. Think about that the Amazon.
1: Oh, play. we gotta show the let me let me show that, Dave. I'm gonna go back. I gotta yeah, show I'm this Amazon. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna search for here. Sorry guys this is this is such this is such a strong all right here we go amazon bestseller uh loafers okay so Amazon bestseller loafers let's see what they are okay right now pulling them up boom you see that dude so six of the top six best selling loafers on Amazon are hey dudes by the way for everyone talking about Onan uh on running uh, i always say that company wrong onan's the stock symbol uh. yes we did say the same thing and it's true the difference is that is a company that was crazy hyped on wall street trading at a ridiculously high multiple this is this is now a new subsidiary a major one of crocs where the whole company's trading at a 5 PE, okay? So very different story from people that are looking at on one. Listen, we were trading on-running, and we if you recall, we bought a very tiny bit of on-running because we were so concerned about the valuation. We were like, the, the brand is freaking blowing up, blowing up, but for some reason, like because of the market we were in, people were trading it up like it's blowing up. This, on the other hand, That is wild. But I'm going to show you one other thing, getting back to Crocs. Uh, I'm going to also pull now Amazon, just straight up Amazon uh, bestseller men's shoes, okay? Just straight up all men's shoes on Amazon. Bestsellers in men's shoes. And we're going to count them, ready? Of the top 20, number one is Crocs. Number four. Four is hey dudes. Number two's not even a shoe, by the way. We shouldn't even count that thing, right? It's a water number shoe. six is hey dudes. Number eight is crocs. By the way, number seven is a knockoff Crocs. That so pisses me off. Okay. Uh, okay, we have number 12 uh, is Crocs. We have um number 17 is hey dudes. Number 19 is hey dudes, and number uh, twenty-two is Crocs. So we basically have eight of the top twenty-two shoes. Number twenty-five is Hey Dudes. Okay, so it it's a uh, Crocs is number thirty, and we just keep seeing a combination of either Crocs or Hey Dudes in that top twenty-five set, top thirty set. Oh, look, there's another pair of the Crocs, uh, the number thirty of the Crocs uh slides. I mean, this is kind of mind-blowing how well these brands are doing. So here's the thing. What do we need to see appreciation in Crocs shoes, and Crocs the company, in terms of market appreciation in this stock price? And what are the risk factors? We don't need the company to do really anything great at all. Like, like if this company could simply meet, just meet their expectations over the next four quarters, four or five quarters, in my opinion, and we're not financial advisors, this is my opinion from my portfolio. If they could just do what they said they were going to do and not implode, I think we see a clean double or more. Clean double or more. Um, all they have to do is meet expectations. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the biggest risk factor in owning Crocs at this level, and it's come down a lot, is a recession that essentially leads to heavy promotional activity across the entire shoe sector. Meaning as well as Crocs are doing, we see heavy promotional activity with competing brands, with Skechers, with flip-flops, right? All that stuff. If all the stores start marking this stuff down 30 40%, there's simply no way that that's not going to negatively impact Crocs. It's an impossibility. It really doesn't matter how well Crocs are doing, how how on-trend they are. They're still going to get hurt in a heavy recessionary environment. And that's what's keeping me from like going all in. That's my caveat on the high-conviction trade. So my caveat is I have a high conviction in Crocs, the company. I have less than high-conviction in the macro environment and the the possible recession that's coming to to lead to promotional activity that will negatively impact all these companies including crocs and in fact i kind of halfway hope it happens because in that scenario i'd probably just buy a hell of a lot more crocs um but there's there's a piece of information i said i would give that came out of a conversation yesterday and by the way uh in all my store interviews except for one store interview every single person i interviewed told me that uh, Crocs uh, and Hey Dudes were doing as well or better than this season last year. One Dillard store said they were, the, the Hey Dudes were doing worse uh, than last year. So you know, it's a little bit of a concern. And one thing that I'm going to ask out of our—and that's not the piece of information I'm sharing. It's coming. One, one thing I'm going to ask of our community that is super important— is that we go all in on research over the next few months and inside of our Discord. Uh, I forget what channel it is inside our Discord. We have like an apparel channel, I think. Maybe we can put it under that channel. But if we go all in on local research at Buckle, Journeys, and Dillard's, and we ask, go in those stores and simply ask, hey, were you working a year ago? That's the first thing I say. like, like it, was anyone here working last spring, last summer? And I find that person. And then I ask them, hey, let me ask you a question. Because like, Dillard sells Hey Dudes uh, and Crocs. Uh, Journey, Journey sells both. Uh, and Buckle, I think, only sells Hey Dudes. I say, hey. How were these how are Hey Dude's doing? How are they doing now relative to last year? Are they more popular or less popular than last summer? Um are you getting more inventory of them or less inventory? One thing that I found out is that they're just as popular, potentially more, but they're getting a lot more inventory randomly. We thought they were having supply issues, guys. If you listen to that last call, the last earnings call, Crocs management said that they were actually very comfortable with the supply chain right now for their brands coming out of China. They're a little more concerned about inflationary transport issues driving cost up this next quarter. But that was factored into their guidance, okay? But that they were able to to leverage the Crocs distribution channels to pump out hey dudes out of China, which is awesome, by the way. So they're saying that they had supply issues last summer, but they're doing better now. That was kind of nice to hear. Um, but here's here's the que- Here's what I thought was amazing. Here's the piece of information that is to me alpha gold. But it's only one store, only one store. So I need everybody asking this question so we could figure out. Is this, is this truly true, okay? In Journeys, the question I asked Journeys, because Journeys has about the same number of Crocs as they do Hey Dudes. And if you look at Crocs revenue, it's like, Dave, what is it like 4 billion a year? It's like in the billions, it's in the billions. If you look at Hey Dudes revenue, it's in the hundreds of millions. They're not even at stores outside of the US. You could only buy them on their website and Amazon, okay? They're only in mm-hmm. a handful of stores in the US. Limited distribution, limited market, virtually zero marketing. Okay, Journeys. I said, let me ask you a question. What's doing better? What's more popular, Crocs? Because they told me both of them are doing as well, if not better, than last year. I actually said, Hey dudes, are doing better than last year. What's what does better, Crocs or uh, Hey dudes? They told me that Hey dudes were doing better than Crocs, and I was like. Wow. Is this the reason why so many executives at Crocs have been buying the stock? For those of you that are following insider buys the last couple of months in the 70s, a massive amount of insider buying uh, at Crocs by executives. Are they seeing what I just heard? That they think, do they believe with conviction that they have a brand that can be as big or bigger? Than their primary brand the second that they add manufacturing distribution more retailers which they already have by the way they literally have all the retailers they are bringing the sales function in-house so hey dudes outsource their sales team okay crocs basically said we are not going to have an outsourced sales team for hey dudes we are firing our outsource sales group As of April 1, I think, or April 30th, they're fired. We are inviting all the independent sales agents to join Crocs if they want, and we're taking that in-house because we already have relationships with literally thousands of retailers around the world, right? They're going to take that brand, and they're going to say, you know what? This brand is blowing up in Kentucky and Missouri and... uh, It's going to blow up everywhere. We just got to get it in the stores, add some marketing. Could you imagine when we actually have celebrities doing collabs with Hey Dudes? Which, by the way, Hey Dudes are probably even cooler to do collabs with, right? With the diversity of designs and craziness as Crocs are, okay? And do they think they have something that could be bigger than Crocs? Because they told told Wall Street that they're going to grow this from like a $600 million dollar revenue thing, or $700 million revenue company, which is where it is now, to a billion in 2024. A billion? You're saying you're only going to grow this th- 35 37% in two years? Seriously? They could double this easily in two years. They could maybe triple this thing in two and a half years. I think they know something and they're not willing to To, Because it it would seem ridiculous to share that with us right now, right? To share it with Wall Street. But they are buying the stock. Nothing is guaranteed. They know it's not a sure thing. But in their minds, they're like, it's an execution play. They already know that people freak out over this shoe. All they got to do is get it in more hands. And they were going to create another Crocs cult with Hey Dudes because they've already seen it on a small scale. So, like, this is a special... Special opportunity. So like I'm like I said, that that's my thesis, man. But I I need us to go ask that same question to 50 different journey stores and see what they say. I want to know and by the way, you know why I love this, Jordan? I know Jordan, we're so worried about like consumers right now. But what I love is if promotional activity starts to hit I feel like we'll see that in real time. It's very easy if you're checking daily to see it in real time. Also, if for any reason the Crocs trend starts to like back off, if we're doing store interviews and we're checking G-trends and we're checking web stats, which I check almost daily, we'll see that traffic start to drop. We'll see it as it's happening. So I think hopefully we'll have time to back off our trade um, here. So I think the risk for me of not owning a lot of Crocs is greater than the risk of, uh, of owning it in this scenario, and I'll just back off if I start to see any of those warning flags. So sorry, guys, I know I went off forever just lettering on this, but I'm excited about this. How often do we have a high conviction? Tr- and this one comes with a caveat. It comes with a caveat of recession, yeah. screwing it up, okay? But that's it. All
0: right. I, I have some comments, comments that I think that we need to get to. Um, first off, uh your when you were doing your amazon searches uh, a lot of people noting that you're getting different results than they do because amazon adjusts based on user and area so you should use a private browser mode next time you do that chris
1: right um, i don't think, um, oh yeah. I, I, I usually clock. do use a private browser that was on my youtube computer oh, which yeah, i don't have yeah. set but usually i think the results are better with the private browser than they were for us just then because i usually count i counted last time guys on a private browser I counted like ten of the top twenty, or eleven of the top twenty. I thought so.
0: Yeah, um, Static is reporting that only three of the top thirty. Um, when
1: where is when that Static? static what, what, what region is that in, though? What region? And then another note
0: that uh, Crocs sandal is on an uptrend in searches as well. Have you seen the Crocs sandal? And have you seen the dude's sandal? The
1: The dude. The
0: dude. The dude. Hey you have dude's a dude sandal. sandal. Don't tell me you have a dude sandal. No, but I, I did
1: I did try okay. one on yesterday, Dave, and it's freaking amazing. And if you check the comments in TikTok for Hey Dude Sandals, when people are starting to do videos about them this week, people are freaking out. Uh, and like, they're like, dude, where can I get these? It, so where is it? Amazon, Hey Dudes. Oh, that's a weird one. Uh, okay, here's just a random, it's a random one. Let me this one up. I can't just show me a big picture okay so there's the hey dudes sandal right there the one thing you'll notice about the hey Dudes sandal it's just a little bit different it just looks and feels a little bit different from your average sandal and that's the thing about hey dudes they're just because of their fabric swatches the way that they do their soles they're just a little bit lighter, a little bit more comfortable, and a little bit differentiated, and that's enough to, to really create a brand and a cult vibe around that brand. Um, so one of the stores I was in, Dave, I, I asked them- I This
0: at is Buckle. one of the uh, TikToks you sent me showing hey dudes,
1: yeah. so a dude's sandals. No I was at Buckle <laughs> and they didn't have any sandals. And they and said they it was because they sold out and had to send their last How few to another store that was requesting on for customer and that's line always no a great butter. sign, too but let me say this guys How sandals are back. a brand new thing for you hey you. dude it's a, money money it's a brand new sector that's hey just like hey dude sandals dude, are you serious like hey dudes are already fire with the traditional called the, hey let's, dude, let's call the version of hey dudes is what they had. they're differentiated whatever they call them like, hey dude sandals them. but like now they're doing sandals and like an infinite number of designs hey people dude sandals having something that is different right that is just they feel like it's
2: hey there. dude you know, sandals like, you're
1: not going to see a thousand people wearing the same exact, exact pattern hey dude exact sandals thing. And that's why people love hey dudes. They can hear the TikTok. So hey dude sandals. They they can hear it. it's it's loud. Oh they could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can hear it. It's hey right. dude sandals. I, I couldn't hear it, so <laughs> it's still it's still playing. Hey. It's still playing. It's gone now. How about right, that? Gone. Sorry guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's I'm off. getting uh, it's off. Yeah. Um all right, so I don't know. I mean, how how? What am I missing? What am I missing here, guys? Like, what are, th- that's the big question. Is what am I missing? Um, oh, by the way, I spoke to one of my uh, good friends uh, who had been working at you know one of the top ten largest hedge funds for the past decade. Uh, I told him my Crocs thesis, you know, and uh, his one piece of feedback to me which is super interesting and he's like you know Crocs is literally routinely at the very top of every hedge fund like short list like for shorting like all the like it's people love their short thesis on Crocs because there's something about this company where you put a finance head on it and they just don't believe the story. It's so stupid. The whole concept of these rubber shoes, if you go back through history, it just it's inbred in our brains as finance guys to think this thing is just it's a ticking time bomb before the whole thing freaking implodes and it goes to zero, right? And that is a thesis that comes up again and again and again on Wall Street. And he's like, it is totally in the brains of of big money managers to want to naturally short this company. That's just the way it's kind of always been. And I love hearing that because what that says to me is that they have a bias towards this company. They have a really strong bias. And I love that they're biased against this company because if I have data, if I'm seeing something that's real that goes against that thesis, they're not gonna believe it until they see it in the numbers and even when they see it in the numbers they're not going to believe it (coughs) until they see it again and again and again and i don't even know what the short what's the short uh i don't think it's that is it like five percent short or something like that yeah Uh, i just had
0: it up on the screen it's 4.66
1: yeah 4.6 so (coughs) i would i would imagine that it's not going to probably drop a lot from there because it's a stock that they they love shorting, right? They just don't believe in it. Yeah. So I love that.
0: And as soon as they start doing some uh, collabs, so that people <laughs> don't have to do their homemade collabs by putting like replacing the top portion with their own branding.
1: Can you the, show the, one of those, Dave? Because those are amazing on TikTok. I, did you send me a link? I couldn't find one. I and sent, I'm not showing yeah, any I more TikTok you,
0: after that audio
1: difficulty. Oh, I know. I just, but, but the. the uh, I sent. I texted. Yeah, I texted to you and you and Jordan. I'll. I'll, I'll try to find one. All right. What What other questions do we have though, on this thesis?
0: Looking for questions. We've answered all the questions. Those are the ones that I pulled up. I did uh, flag a couple of people making fun of me for wearing "Hey dudes" while uh, hiking. No, I've, I've I've actually switched to my on-ons for
1: <laughs> hiking purposes. Oh, <laughs> nice. um, oh, let so, me get to Mr. Super Gibbs. Ask thoughts on input cost affecting margin, please. So, yeah, so so one thing that Croc said in the last call is that they did have higher input cost uh, and they did have higher transport cost, but those higher input and transport transport costs are factored into their 2022 earnings revisions and i think they're still expecting the brand to grow 20% they're still expecting margins to be i don't know 27 28 they're still very extraordinarily high uh one thing i thought i found to be interesting though and this is like really timely is that they factored the shanghai shutdown uh into mm-hmm. their q2 OK, uh, now what's interesting is as of yesterday, I was seeing stories saying that Shanghai is literally in the process of opening up this. OK, so that actually could be an unexpected tailwind if Shanghai truly does fully open up over the next few weeks. Right. Um, because Crocs, I they came out and said that they, they had to factor in a Shanghai shutdown into their current uh into their current quarter so I think there that might actually be a positive there we'll we'll ultimately see if it is or isn't um what else guys what other what other guys I spent way too much time studying crocs and hey dudes if there's anything you guys want to know about it please ask um I'll answer any question on the brands when you're asking uh
0: sales teams uh which had better sales on hey dudes was it buckles or journeys
1: yeah so um there wasn't there wasn't a distinguishable difference i will say that dillard's was a little like i said the data coming from dillard's was a little bit um more negative than journeys and buckle and that said you know one dillard's told me that she's like dude these store these shoes these short shoes are flying. And I was like, I asked her who the demographic was. And she said that they were used to be kids. And now, like, kids are coming in with grandparents and they're buying them. So she's like, it's spreading. Uh, so, and, and if when I look at the TikToks, obviously TikTok is geared towards a younger generation. And we already know, I think it was the Jeffrey, it was a Jeffrey survey that says that this is mind blowing, by the way. They're saying that, hey, dudes is number eight brand on the teen survey, or maybe it was just a for apparel brand. It might've just been apparel, but like, hey dudes, the brand's like primarily in eight states. How is that even possible? But, but what I find interesting is on TikTok, I do see younger people, but I see an insane number of older people, like in their 40s, like 30s, 40s, and even 50s, People that are not even like TikTok style, like I'm saying, like construction workers, just like people that you don't think of when you think of TikTok that are just like going like over the top gushing about Hey Dudes. And like they're like, I don't give a damn what you think. I am literally wearing nothing but Hey Dudes for the rest of my life type of TikToks, right? They're like, give me my Hey Dudes. And then people are, it's, it's fascinating to see the passion.
0: Yeah. Right? I have a friend who's a plumber in Oklahoma and wears Hey Dude's.
1: <laughs> and I don't think he's on TikTok. But that's guys. That's what drives I mean that's what drives Crocs. People the the whole concept of people being super fashionable wearing Crocs is actually a relatively new thing, right? With the Justin Bieber collab, the Bad Bunny like all the super hype collabs, you know that they have a template for that and they're going to attempt to do the same thing with Hey Dudes. And I have news for everybody here. People that live in New York and LA, people that are in the entertainment industry like to be comfortable too. Like they like comfort fashion. They freaking love comfort fashion. Their Kardashians are wearing Crocs for a reason because when you have everything, the one thing you still want is comfort. And if you have the luxury of being able to have everything you wear become cool because you're wearing it, you're going to choose comfort, right? A lot of the time. So, like, I really feel that they have a good shot at taking that template they created with Crocs and making it... By the way, hey, dudes are already cool. It's a top eight apparel company for for Gen Z, right? Like, uh, according to this teen survey. So, like, it's not like they're taking an uncool company like Skechers... And trying to make them cool they have a niche cult cool company that they now need to just just basically expand that like just expand it what ex- already exists that's a way easier thing to do than to take something like crocs that was kind of like not cool and make it cool so i don't know
0: and i think it's important to note here we've we talked about hey dudes before crocs acquired it we're like oh, if we could only invest in hey dudes Well, uh, CROX is the ticker for Hey Dudes because they, that is Crocs acquired them. So to answer that question,
1: Dave, you know what I'm realizing is that like, I've been looking at these Hey Dudes and the new Hey Dudes are so much cooler than when we, so my Hey Dudes, which are probably like your Hey Dudes are so bland, when we bought like a year ago, when we bought our Hey Dudes, they were just, they have kind of like, they're all kind of bland. The new Hey Dudes, if you go to Hey Dudes' website, I can go there. Hey like, dude, the new yeah. Hey Dudes are like so freaking cool. It's just like they're way, way more interesting. Like, wait, I have too many keyboards out here. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, but, but, the, I've it, got like,
0: this, uh, I'm your... going. Well, here's their coupon. Let me get rid of that. Let's look, just look. Oh, I'm gonna go shopping. Now. Are you on day?
1: Yeah. I mean, they have like hundreds and hundreds of crazy, insane fabrics and styles and combinations. Dude, they have this one that was trending this week with the American. They have various versions with American flags around it that people are just buying for the summer. Like, yeah. <clears throat> there. I don't know how many SKUs they have. But I, it feels like they have, like, a 2,000 SKUs of, of Hey Dude. Like, every possible combination and weird thing you could think of, They just, and every single like, few days, they're coming out with that? new ones. That's
0: something I wouldn't wear.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't wear But, see, like, so they have these unboxings on TikTok, and what's fascinating is they kind of have a Hey Dude for everyone. Like if you're, if you just want something like conservative, they got you. You want something Southern, they got you. You want something funky, they got you. You want a theme, they got you, right? You want something that's just literally just comfort. You want nothing but stretch material. And like, by the way, they have summer ones that have holes going all the way through them. So it's like the whole thing is aerated. Um, by the way, all these yep. tricks what everyone's doing with their hey dudes dave i don't know if you know this but you're supposed to get the anklet socks turn them upside down take the hey dude sole out cover the cover the insole the insert with a with a with a one of those little sock things upside down put it back into the hey dude shoe and then you it's a sock so basically you're wearing a sock on the bottom of your the bottom of your foot instead of being on the thing is on a sock that's like a trend that everyone's doing. I don't care if to that. do that.
0: I will try that. I've I've actually been wearing them with socks when I have been on rocky trails. So, sorry, I lost you here. I might have to try that. Uh, people Your are asking about the durability. Uh, well, Dave, my,
1: Jordan, could you hear Dave?
0: My AirPods yep. are probably just about to die. That's or okay. it's just you. That's me. All right. Do you have anything else anyway. to say? We should probably wrap up.
1: Okay, so I know I've went on a long time. Let's wrap up the risk factor, though. Risk factor is recession. So, guys, hey, if a recession truly does hit and it leads to promotional activity for shoes in the channel, man, I see this thing getting hit more. I'm fine with that. I truly am. As long as the trends continue for Hey Dude uh, and Crocs, I probably see that as an opportunity to buy more. I'm not buying options in this because of the macro fluctuations in the market and that risk of a recession. I think our best defense is to come together as a community and interview as many Dillard's, Journeys, and Buckle stores around the United States as possible. And not one time, but once a month. Go in there once a month and see if anything has changed. We want to know how they're selling compared to last year. We want to know... uh, we basically want to know are they continuing to get inventory? We want to look for sales, right? If we see these things starting to go on sale, the one thing that's nice is in the croc store. I went to basically mall of America guys in Minneapolis for VCON, And I left the conference for hours to go to mall of America to the croc store. Cause it's hard to find a, a real mall croc store. Right. And, uh, And one thing you'll notice in the Crocs stores, there's virtually very little promotional activity. Oh, one thing we got to talk about before we leave, real quick, Dave. Uh, Because it's like buy one, get one, 25% off. The Crocs margin story that nobody understands. Everyone is thinking the margins are going to come way back. Uh, But I don't think people realize because the company does not break this out to the best of my knowledge. Uh, What do you call them? Kip, not Kibbit, Tibbit. What are they called? The, the little things that you put on the Crocs. Uh, gibbets. 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 The cost of gibbets are $4.95 each. And gibbets have been trending so hard this last year at the center of the croc store. They basically have a huge circular thing of gibbets. And there's like 10 people searching through them to make their names, looking for ones that are like seasonal. I want an American flag one for the 4th of July. Like they have all these collabs with all these brands to do like gibbets for, I don't know what they're doing, Disney gibbets or like they're doing gibbets for everything. $5 $5 a gibbet. Now, they do have like you buy eight, you get three free. You buy, I think if you buy like 13 or 17, but buy 17, you get 17 free. Who's going to buy 17 for $5 each? People are doing it. <coughs> They're absolutely crazy. Um, but gibbet sales are such an important piece of this margin story. Um, and the company has said that they are going to grow revenue with China. Um, I think they said with other regions of the world and with gibbets, okay? So those are their big areas for growth. So by the way, China opening up, guys, could be another massive tailwind for Crocs. A headwind for Crocs and any other consumer company it sells globally or... The U.S. dollar, right? As the U.S. dollar continues to trade up, it means any sales that Crocs does internationally will bring in less dollars. And they took a pretty big hit this last quarter because of that. They'll probably continue to take hits every quarter because of that. Um, By the way, it's getting a little bit tougher to have good comps because they increased their prices this same quarter last year. So that's like another slight negative that people... These are all things we get to look out for, right? Um, if you see the dollar coming down, that's a good thing. Dollar continues to go up, that's a bad thing for every company that sells internationally. Just something we should all be aware of. Uh, China opening up, good thing for Crocs, okay? Uh, re- deep recession, bad for Crocs. But guys, let's interview those store those those store clerks. Let, let's share it in the dumbmoney.tv forward slash discord. Please and give us a thumbs up. We've done so much work on this one. I'll continue to work on this one. Uh, Yes, it's scary. Consumer discretionary is scary, but you know, let it let it take the sector down. If it does more, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm I'm. This is not a three month investment for me, guys. This is something that I hope. To triple my money in over the next 18 to 24 months, whenever it is that things calm assume. Oh, by the way, Crocs said that they'll be able to start rebuying stock if everything goes to plan next summer. Now, if that actually happens and they start their share repurchases, boom. Talk about a tailwind again for this stock. So we just need them to bottom line,
0: you are you are you are buying this actively. I am holding yes. my existing shares, and Jordan yeah. is not buying. Is that is that pass. What's going on here? Yep, a, a hard pass.
1: Jordan, you have so much cash. Just get you a little Crocs, man. A little bit at this level. It's a little bit. You're like forty percent cash right now, aren't you? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm full. I, I'm also, guys. I'm fifty to sixty percent hedged across my account still, with, with shorting SPY. How are you? And triple q still i'm still that hedge
0: you're I not closed all of my, uh, yeah and the market has been going up ever since which never happens <laughs> normally when i'm, I'm happy short, for that's
1: you when the dave takes off i'm <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy for you man uh, i just have to be careful at these levels i'm i'm just going to chill out and keep sure. my hedge on for a while longer uh, and i'm going to make less money on the way up but that and that's okay
0: all right well that's going to do it for this one thank you guys so much for watching we are done money we will see you right back here subscribe bell like button, do all the things. We'll see. <laughs>